Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? of 2021 at 604 in the morning hopefully you're up it's a little nippy out right now doink doink uh 52 uh, don't degrees don't ask me to pull it don't ask you. do you want to no i know i don't want you to either uh. wink uh 51 in muskegon 53 in kenwood 49 degrees in the rockford ada area with a high of 81 today it's gonna be mostly sunny sorry high of 80 today mostly sunny very beautiful. 51 is your overnight low tomorrow, leading into partly cloudy and 86. Today is your best day of the week until Saturday. Like, best Why? day what's, of the week. What's happening? As far as weather, it's oh. just mostly sunny. It's, like, yesterday was kind of cloudy, and yeah. it was gorgeous last night. Very much uh, curious to see. Christine is overwhelmingly, surprisingly cognizant, Steve. Weird. Hi. Hi, look at you all bright-eyed. Yeah, she's got makeup on, and she looks like she might have woke up early. No, I didn't. Oh, uh, well, is it from last night? What? Your makeup. No, I was in a pool. I showered. Okay, well. Ew, fish. What? I'm not going to sleep in my makeup and then come here. done that. I know. I've done it, too. Okay. But sleep in my makeup and then come in the same makeup to work. Okay, And a. at least wash my face in the morning. I love that you said, ew. And I'm like, people have done this. And you're like, I'm not going to sleep in my makeup and come to work in the same makeup. And then you said in the same sentence, I've done that before. Nope, nope, nope. I said, I've slept in my makeup. Oh, then you went home, got your clothes, and then washed your face. <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, uh, not last Stop night. Stop twisting my words. <laughs> uh, am I twisting your words or am I just bringing out your inner being? No. I am definitely bringing out your inner something. Nope. Happy Wednesday to you. It is the middle of the week. Uh, my buddy and I were playing uh, racquetball yesterday. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, he just he just slaughters me. Uh, laughs at me. It was one point ruined my whole game because he was laughing at me. It was like an evil laugh. I like it. He, <laughs> that's kind of how it was. He hit the ball and he put a spin on it and I was chasing around and he just said I look like a chicken with my head cut off essentially oh, is what he was implying. Because I'm running around with the racket chasing the ball. And I'm not very athletic or um, agile Is this or the coordinated. same friend that you told me last time also, like, kicked your butt? Yeah, he always kicks my butt. Oh. He's like my racquetball buddy. Mm-hmm. He's, he, but I, I always apologize. Why? Because I'm hoping he gets, and he does. I, I try and work him as hard as I can, as good of a workout as I'm getting. Mm. That's what it's about. Yeah, it's all fun. Yeah, sure. Minus the swear words and telling him I hate him. That's, <laughs> you know, but, That's uh, just a bonus. Yeah, right? That's I a bonus I hate you. For I'm him. sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry I hate you. I'm sorry that I hate you so much. <laughs> it was actually in my vows when I got married. Is that weird? That it's a little weird. Yeah. yeah is that, okay. I mean, to each their own. I'm sorry I hate you, but I do. <laughs> odd. Uh, okay, so anyway, yeah, we were doing that yesterday, and he, uh, Chris, uh, uh, Chris actually said, he's like, ah, 
A couple more days, man, and we're in the weekend. Tomorrow's Thursday, and I'm like, nope. Nope. It's Wednesday. It did, it did feel like a Thursday for a hot yeah. minute. Yeah, it feels completely Thursday mm-hmm. or Friday to me. Steve, I think you probably feel that. I think we were talking about it off the air today when we were talking about the show. I mean, every single day, I'm just kind of hopeful that it's Friday. Like the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It sucks, doesn't it? I hate yeah. that, especially when it's so nice out. Mm-hmm. You want to go do things in the outside. So here is the big question. Did you, Christine... Did your team, the uh, sax, sax slappers or whatever you're called, what's your name again? Team Jello. Team Jello, yeah. I knew it was something like that. Did Team Jello, hold on, I gotta get it ready. Okay, it's ready. <laughs> did Team Jello win a racquetball or uh, kickball last we night? We did win. No. We won. Did you sit out? No. <laughs> I was pitching last night. Did you, uh, you were pitching? I was pitching and then I caught the ball and got some people out and it was. See, I totally imagine nice. you as more of a catcher than a pitcher. Uh, sometimes. I mean, there's two girls who usually rotate as catchers because they don't that. want to be in the field mostly, but sometimes I'm like, no, you should go. I'll be, I'll be catcher. But there's oh, every round because we have extra people. Uh, one person um, sits out. Sits out. Yeah. yeah. So I, we try and make it fair. So I sat out for one round. Uh, but and then I, you got to I pitch. was pitching for most of it. Yeah. They're called innings. What? You said one round. It's innings. Oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I get it. Who cares? I get where you're at, girl. There's sometimes you don't want to pick on somebody, and I was kind of going for that. And plus, I was having too much fun with uh, the other conversation, so. I didn't want to call her out on it, but that was good that you did. <laughs> okay, so anyway, you enjoy being a pitcher rather than a catcher. Uh, yeah. Okay. Are there any guys on your team? Of course uh, there guys, are. No guys that are catchers on your team, or uh, no. is it just sexism at no. its greatest? No. I mean, it's not like a guy wouldn't be, but there, like I said, there are these two girls who just love to rotate that position. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Steve, you're more of a catcher, aren't you? I did a little both when oh, I played baseball. Did you? Yes. Oh, okay. I was always like center field, or like they, they were the most because it's the most important position. They told me like shortstop. Nope, center field oh. or like uh, left out. Oh, left, left out. out. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. there's a dad Aww. joke. <laughs> there's a dad joke for you. Daddy tips is coming up today, Steve. What are we looking Yay. at? Uh, we're looking at um, don't reward your kids. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. Don't treat your children with rewards. <laughs> Let's have a conversation quickly about Conan O'Brien. So, Conan O'Brien has eight shows left, and he's done with TBS. It's over. The party's over. So do you he's think go- he'll pull, pull a David Letterman? Like, and uh, do a Netflix thing or mm-hmm. something? Definitely. Or pull a Jay Leno? And then do, and a, do wait a until show? someone else takes his spot and then jump back in and be like, just kidding, I'm not leaving. Well, if anybody <laughs> deserves to pull a Jay Leno, it's the guy that had it pulled on him, right. which is Conan O'Brien. <laughs> He's getting roasted this week. Now, Conan O'Brien, uh, in case you're not in the know, is a ginger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin Short. You know who Martin Short is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a good reference of who Martin Short is. He uh, played Clifford Okay. in the movie Clifford. Okay. Do you okay. remember that? Is yes. That- Okay, so he was Clifford. <laughs> That's his big. He's known for some other <laughs> SNL and sure. to fame. And he also was the hilarious frock designer in Father of the Bride. There you go. Yeah, there he was go. Father of the Bride. He was from SNL fame. Mm-hmm. I had a huge relationship with Steve Martin. 
as well. Another very funny comic from SNL. But biggest movie was Clifford. Uh, I disagree. He was in City Slickers, wasn't he? Uh, Yes, he was uh, Three Amigos, you mean? Oh, Three Amigos, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was in Three Amigos, another movie with Steve Martin. Well, he came on and uh, decided to say hello to Conan last night on one of his last shows. My goodness, Conan, I have not seen you since the Capitol riots. <laughs> you look fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Martin. It's yeah. very nice. You, you, you look like someone freeze-dried Prince Harry. <laughs> hey, no, you look, you look great. Those freckles are benign, right? Yes, those are benign. <laughs> no, you're pale. You are pale. You Your look son. like if you bleached bleach. That's it. <laughs> no, you look fantastic. Thank you, really you so good. much. And I'm excited to be here at eight let more shows. It's eight more. This is the yeah, you know. Is, uh... And who's your final guest? I'm assuming it's Jay Leno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? If I've done something wrong, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, that's perfect timing on that, that one. Is. That yeah. is hilarious. Talk good job, Martin Short. Conan O'Brien uh, actually becoming relevant and having good audio for us to play for the first time <laughs> in a couple years. There's a reason TBS is uh, probably calling it a day with him, and he's calling it a day. He used to be the guy. Yeah. He was the guy. And then it was Kimmel and Fallon. They were the men. Yeah. So uh, a, a couple more shows for Conan if you want to say your DVR. I promise you this. He does know a lot of people, and he'll have some big guests. Yeah. He'll do some cool stuff. I think so. I think he'll go out with a bang. He's going to go out with a funny bang. We have to talk about today's text question of the day. Now, when you text in and you message via the app, a free download, it is always anonymous. We know that we are your safe space where you can let out the good stuff, and we want the good stuff from you today on today's text question of the day. What's your worst house guest story? Your worst house guest story. Now, we obviously are not anonymous. We being myself, Fish, Christine, Christine, and Steve, the Steve. Hi. Hi, the, the Steve. Steve. The, the Steve. The Steve. Was The Steve, what's your worst? I think I'm going to start calling you that. The Steve. <laughs> Just to see if people start calling you that. Uh, seriously, the Steve, what's your worst house guest story? Uh, I had a friend who was visiting up here from Indianapolis, and she came up for a concert, and she called me on the way and she said basically, hey, I haven't seen you in like a year. Do you care if I uh, swing by for the concert and hang out? I was like, yeah, sure. That sounds awesome. So she comes over, and she arrives. It was a hippie show, and she arrives with like way more people than there were seats in the car. <laughs> like oh, wow. Seven or eight people. And so we hang out for a little bit. Is this when you're married or is this before? This is before when I was okay. just dating Brittany. Uh, mm-hmm. We hang out for a little bit and then they go to the show. And then I get a call from her after the show and she's like, We don't have any place to stay. Can we crash at your oh place? Oh, my God. Oh, wow. So the next thing I know, I have these eight dirty hippies who all smell really bad uh, staying at my house. They don't leave either. They like they came up on a Friday night and they don't leave till Sunday morning, even though I didn't wow, even they were invite like them. Squatters. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I remember <laughs> the Saturday Dude. too. Um, one of them had a, a fifth of something or whatever, like one of those fruity vodkas, the Ugh. one you can just drink straight. Yeah. And they were passing it around, and we were all just sitting and hanging out, and it passes over to me, and I look at it, and there's like all these floaties in it from their uh, unbrushed teeth. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm good on this. So, moral of the story, don't share... Don't let dirty don't, hippies into your house. They don't leave. And don't share yeah. pop with dirty hippies yes. or vodka. Wait, were you dating Brittany at the time or were you yeah, single? Yeah, dating Brittany Okay, because I was going to say, which one did you hook up with? Because if <laughs> none of the dirty If you hippies. were single, you probably would have hooked up with one of them, right? Uh, probably my friend. Yeah. 
Can't help it. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's it's, Steve. It's it's a good... I literally... the Steve. I understand the Steve. Steve. Hey, like the Fonz. I'm the Steve. (laughs) All right, Christine, what is your worst house guest story? Thankfully, I haven't really had any bad house guests, but what I can think of was when I was in college, we used to have a lot of house parties. Yeah. And we had one uh, one year, and two people decided to have balloon animals in our bathroom and broke our toilet. Oh. <laughs> How do you break the toilet? Like, what do you mean, like in like, half? Like, No, not like the actual toilet like that you oh. go into, but like the, the whole cover thing. Oh, the seat? Yeah. They yeah. broke the seat. Yeah. Oh, because it was a cheap seat probably. And yeah, I mean, like... yeah, it was college. <laughs> yeah, no, college toilets. I get it. Yeah. It's actually a TV show. So you had people... Uh, Hooking up in the bathroom, breaking mm-hmm. toilet. Yeah. Right. I like that one. Okay, so uh, my worst house guest story is uh, a buddy of mine comes to visit, had stay, is going to stay a couple of nights. I'm single at the time. We go out. Uh, if you've ever gone out with me or hung out with me, I drink a lot of water just by instinct. Like, if there's something on the table, I, for some reason, I slam it, whether it's a mixed drink or water, right? So I'm just... we're having quite a bit of drinks. And I noticed he drank a lot of water that night as well. So I had a two bedroom apartment and then a like, uh, what's that where you put your coats? Like coat closet. Oh, okay. Okay. So he is a whiskey drinker and had quite a bit of whiskey to drink. Uh Oh, so it's an unfamiliar territory for him. So the first night we go out, we party, blah, blah, blah. We wake up. A little hungover the next day, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Look, I got this problem when I drink too much whiskey. I, I accidentally went pee pee in your closet. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, so oh, he no. urinated in my closet, thinking it was the bathroom because it was an unfamiliar territory. Oh wow! Number one, not just what he did, but <laughs> oh. closet number one, number one. Then uh, the next day we go out and I'm like, hey, hey. Seriously, whiskey, watch out. Thank God I had a Bissell cleaner. I cleaned it all up, whatever. You cleaned it? You didn't have him clean it? Well, I had him start at it, but then I went over it. You finished it, it. yeah. Yeah. And then the next day, I'm like, all right, no whiskey tonight, right? He's like, no, 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 no. Well, we had ran into some more friends that hadn't seen him in a while, and they started buying him shots. Oh, no. no. Of that that stuff that Pitbull wrote the song about. Fireball. Fireball. Yeah. And uh, they start buying him shots, and uh, he... uh, we go back, we pass out, and I thought he was whiskey free. I didn't know he was doing that. And uh, number two. Oh, no. Closet number two. Oh, okay. That night, he urinates in, and the coat closet. Oh, my God. And back to closet one. So he went pee pee, as my friend that has kids says all the time. He went pee pee three different times, four times, three closets. Two oh nights. Oh my yeah. gosh. Was he like sleeping when he did that? Uh well no, I, th- I mean you wake up and you think you've gotta go and you Yeah, you're... but is he like sleepwalking? I don't type know. Of I, thing, I didn't watch him or anything. I just I, I don't know. He just did it. It's just not he, normal. He wanted to crash. <laughs> he wanted to uh, Alicia and I uh, when I had a house and Alicia and I are dating and Alicia uh, was living with me, he wanted to crash at our place when he's coming in from out of town and I was like, No. I'm like, bro, you can afford a hotel. 
That's so funny. <laughs> like, I'll even I'll pay for your Uber to and from the hotel, or not Uber, but cab, or whatever mm-hmm. it is at the time, to and from the hotel. You you're not staying at my house. Yeah, you're not. I don't blame you. No, not when you do that. No, I would not let someone stay at my house who's peed four times in two nights, right? In no three thanks. closets, no right? thanks. I know, and, and thank God it took about a couple years. But here, smell my shoes. Yeah. I finally got it out. <laughs> If you're wondering what's going on and should you wear leather, here he is, Ira with the weather. (laughs) Good morning, Fish. Good morning, Christine. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, morning. Ira. Ira, what happened on Monday? Were you just busy or what was was going on? I was very, very busy on Monday. Very, very busy. What were you doing? Well, I had to go to a few places. I understand. I went to synagogue early. Oh, there you go. So, see, Christine, uh, I... I prayed for everybody. I even prayed for you, Fish. No. You did? Did you pray pray for me to be... You won a lot of money. There we go. That's what I'm talking (laughs) about. There we go. If I win a lot of money in the near future, Ira, I will give you some of my lot of money. I will come to Brooklyn and take you to the casino with the hot cocktail waitress. No, no, not to Brooklyn. You get lost here. You have to come all the way to the Bronx. All right, I'll go to Bronx. How about about we meet in Manhattan? No? (laughs) No, we'll meet in Manhattan. Okay, well, (laughs) Ira, have you been to the casino with the cocktail waitresses yet? Uh, yes, they were giving out water yesterday. Nice, nice. And how were they? Were they friendly to you? Very, very nice. Very, very, very nice. nice. Very nice. You like? Do you tell their uh, tell them their outfits? And are nice? everything is getting back to normal again. Yay! Very good. That's very, very good. And this weather, good lord, it's been beautiful, right? It's beautiful. It's kind of coolish right now. Precipitation one percent. Humidity at seventy four percent. And the wind is two miles per hour. Right now, you've got 53 degrees going up to a beautiful skies of 80 degrees. You heard it on 95.7 with Fish, Christine, Steve, and Ira the Weatherman. Yeah, Ira. Love it, Ira. We're glad that you're okay. We were worried about it. Let me explain something to you. Okay. Your show lifts up the people in the morning. That's the goal. That is the goal. Thank you. I used to listen to one DJ in the morning years ago. Okay. His name was Herb Oscar Anderson. Herb Oscar Anderson. knew him or not. Did not know him. He passed away a long time ago. That's sad. I'm sorry. He used to sing a song. Hello again. Here's my best to you. Are your skies are gray? I hope they're blue. Let me sing a song to you. And that's what kind of a song he used to do. Yeah. I sing a song similar to that. What kind of song do you sing? If you want my body and you think I'm sexy, come on, baby, let me know. That's nothing <laughs> as very, good very as good. yours. Very, very good. It's <laughs> very, very but, good. Yeah. Listen, Fish, yes. you could Google Herb Oscar Anderson. I will. You will have a, you will have a ball. I, I love it, Ira. I thank you so much, my friend. Um, and you, you... 
You're the greatest. Oh, thank Aww. you, my friend. Uh, we appreciate that. Christine sings a song. Do you know a song by the Divinals? The Vinos? Yeah. No. It's, I don't know anybody else. Nope, that's when I think about you. I, that's Christine's go-to karaoke song. <laughs> I touch myself. No, I, I want you to play a song. Okay. I don't know whether or not you have it. Okay. Mumbo number five. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I love you. You know what we I'm going to do for you? We definitely have Lou Vega <laughs> Mumbo number five. Oh. You know what I'm going to do, Ira? I'm going to completely change all the music on this station. Are you by chance listening on the app right now? Yes, I am. Awesome. Okay, you go listen on this app. It's a free download in your app store. Mix 95.7. And I'm going to play Mambo number 5 for you right now. Okay, thank you. Yeah, well, thank you, thank my friend. Thank you, Ira. You, you have a wonderful day. I love me some Ira. I know, right? <laughs> he is cooler than a fan. He requested it. He gets it. Mambo number 5, Lou Bega. So we're about to learn stuff here, but before we get into that, today's text question of the day, we are getting some great answers. You're anonymous when you message in via the app or you text, obviously email as well. What is your worst house guest story? And you, some of the, one of them is, we're, we're going to just be able to post it on the web, but it's going to be not for air. No, that definitely was not. That it, was disgusting. It was extremely disgusting. They were a bad house guest, Steve. <laughs> So I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to top that one, and we can't even tell you what it is. It's that bad. But don't, yeah, like some of them we're going to just have to put on the web, on the station's website, because it's just terrible. 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 Okay, Christine, we're about to learn things, and I'm going to ask you where we're going to get knowledge from. Before we do that, okay. Christine told me a very fascinating fact she found on her own about George Foreman. Oh. The guy that makes the grills. And yes, he that's was all he's known for. Boxing yes. champion as well. As well as boxing, <laughs> the boxing champion. So he has 10 kids from five different women, and he named all of his sons after him. Yep. George Edward Foreman. Yep. And he named that. his daughters Georgetta. <laughs> <laughs> like, Christine is baffled by this. She's like, can you believe this guy? What an ego. Literally. But he said in an interview the reason he did that is uh, so that they all have something in common. Well, that's that's that they also have a father in common. Yeah. That's, that's, but that was his there. reasoning. He said, if one goes down, we all go down. If one goes up, we all go up. Well, that's, I mean, it's a, it's a different <laughs> ideology. I've never really thought of it that way. <laughs> Me either. Yeah. What if you named all your kids fish? Fish and fishina. <laughs> fishina? Oh, <laughs> poor fishina. Oh, that would be great. There's nothing hotter than a woman named fish. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Fishina, though. That's, that's Fishina's pretty like, cute. Ooh, what nationality are you? Yeah. Now coming to the stage, Fishina. <laughs> that's right, ladies and gentlemen. There she is. What up? <laughs> Wax in the backs of the stacks of the tracks. Fishina's doing nickel dances in the back room. <laughs> nickel dances. <laughs> <laughs> nickel dances? Yeah. You need to reevaluate your life choices if you're doing <laughs> nickel, nickel dances. <laughs> I'm not fishina. What I do on my time is my time. <laughs> nickel dances. Christine, what are we learning? Where are we getting knowledge from today? Well, if I could be anywhere right now, it would be a hot tub. So let's if do it. You want to do a hot tub? It wouldn't be uh, receiving a nickel dance? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's learn some knowledge. Here we go. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What, what did you learn? learn? Ah, knowledge. 
Knowledge is like a perfectly chlorinated, pH-balanced hot tub. The water's not too foamy, and you see it in front of you. You grab your special friend, and you walk towards the hot tub. You sit in the hot tub, and bloop, 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 bloop. The bubbles permeate your skin, <laughs> thus causing relaxation. You look over to your special friend, and they have a mischievous look in their eye. They place their hand on top of your head, pushing downwards with an aggressive motion, putting you under the water. Oh, no. <laughs> After 27.4 seconds, you have to inhale. The water goes into your throat, perfectly chlorinated and pH balanced. Going downwards, doing a 180 degree turn, the hot tub water goes by your eye socket into your brain, wow. thus providing <laughs> knowledge. There you go. We got there. Oh, wow. It was an adventure, wasn't that it? That was an adventure. Yeah. I totally thought knowledge was going to permeate through the skin. Of the something. chlorine yeah. and the water. Yeah, we had you. I see I teased you with that. You did. One of the very first items ever sold on eBay in 1995. Do you guys know what it is? Sold for $14.83. A stapler. A broken laser pointer. Oh. oh. Close enough. When the founder of eBay asked the guy why he bought it, he said, I'm a collector of broken laser pointers. That's a weird collection. Mm, I know, right? There have been 1,066 different final score combinations in NFL history. The recent edition was the Cleveland Browns beating the Pittsburgh Steelers 48-37 to on January 10th. They'd never been a 48-37 to final score before. Wow. Yeah. The most common final score? Do you know what it is? Uh, 21 to 14. Close. Steve, she's really close. Uh, I'll guess 28 to 21. 20 to 17. Oh, wow. Happened 269 times in NFL history. The movie A Christmas Story is based on some short stories that were originally published. Where? Reader's uh, Digest. Good guess, but no. Uh, New York Times. Terrible guess. No. <laughs> Playboy. Oh. Really? Yeah, Playboy. Great Read articles. that one again? The movie A Christmas Story is based on some short stories that were originally published in Playboy. Wow. wow. Remember that next year. The company <laughs> that makes Swiss Army's knives is uh, Vixen They've been in business since 1884, and they've never laid off one employee. Wow, that's ever. amazing. That's a, it's unbelievable. And finally, Baywatch. You guys know the show Baywatch? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You remember, you know, like the slow motion running. Oh, yeah. Pamela Anderson. Blah, 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 blah. And David Hasselhoff. With his with his ab. Yeah. Yeah, well, the creator, one of the creators of Baywatch, actually was legally blind. Even though 90% of his vision was gone, he directed 40 episodes legally blind. Wow, wow. that's impressive. Yeah, so if you think that show objectifies women, really, he probably had no clue. Right? <laughs> so don't feel so bad. Hey, blurry, blonde, tanned person, you need to go a little bit to the left. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Carmen Electra on that show? She, yeah, she was, was. Oh, yeah. And she's on that celebrity dating she show? She is. I don't know what when her episode is going to be on, but I'll make sure to let you know. She's on my list. Oh, is she? She Yes, but I need to uh, make sure she has received a shot of penicillin <laughs> before we date. Hi, Stacy. How are you today? Oops. Stacy. Be better. I'm sorry. Hi, Stacy. Okay, would you say you could be better? Yes. I think we need to kind of set up your life a little bit, Stacy, if you don't mind, okay? Okay. 
Okay. And I think I got to dust something off and bring it back here. Hold on. Here we go. Oh, poor, 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 sweet <laughs> Stacy. Stacy, many, 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 many moons ago, was working on her body. And she was uh, walking or running? Running. She was running. She was running on a treadmill. And what happened, Stacy? Well, I stepped off for a second. We've all done that. Jumped back on with the, with the belt still running. And I slammed my face in the console, then yep. on the belt, yep. flew into the treadmill behind me, and I completely annihilated my nose. Oh, my Ooh. gosh. That's Stacy. Now we know Stacy. That's what we would call a Stacy, if that happened to you. I've done that before, by the way, where the belt's running. Have you ever tied your shoes while just being off to one side of the belt and you kick your leg up to the armrest oh, and tie no. your shoes? I've done that. No, surprisingly, no. <laughs> uh, you, I, I've not, and I didn't fall and pull what we call a Stacy. <laughs> well, now, Stacy, you have something else. And this actually shocked me when Christine told me about it earlier today off the air. Uh, I was uh, very upset about it because it's about one of my favorite things. So you were having, it was it takeout? Don't say where, but was it takeout or did you make it? No, it was takeout. Okay, so you got takeout and you ordered a by a couple what? Tacos. And what happened, Stacy? Enjoying them, you know, on a Friday night, tired after work. And Hamburger, I get it, girl. Bit, bit into it and heard this crack sound and basically said old fish and been in pain and went to the doctor and completely broke my tooth. Eating so now I have to get it. I know. Like, I least, love them. They need to love me back. I just can't get it. At least when the Steve lost his teeth, it was because it was he had drank too much and he slipped and fell. And there's a, you know, she just bit into a taco, right? Steve. I know. What was in the taco? I almost, I almost messaged, him, messaged him for him to lament and misery loves company kind of thing. But... <laughs> hey, Steve did ask a very important question. What was in the taco? Well, the ground beef, cheese, sour cream, lettuce, tomatoes, you know. Concrete. But it was hard shell taco. Oh, there you go. It was. Yeah. And so that's, it must have been the hard shell that really broke your tooth. What, and did you lose I'm two not- or one? One, thankfully, not two, but I'm getting ready to go get it pulled right now. It, so, is it your front tooth? <laughs> it's one of my front teeth. Oh, oh, damn. Wait, I'm gonna look like a total hillbilly. Uh, <laughs> do, do you have a, wait, do you have a temporary in right now or just a gap? I I don't know what they're gonna do. No, they're like in your mouth. Talk to me right now. What's yeah, in your mouth? Yeah, it's still in my mouth. It's like hanging by a thread. So Ew. I look awesome. Oh my god, could you please just real quick try and say Sally sells seashells by the seashore? <laughs> I know, because it's been, I sound like Linus from Charlie Brown. Oh, God, so please, please do it. Even please, more please, so. please, Stacey. Sally, so see, I can't. <laughs> oh, I love you. Thank you so much. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right, we have to uh, move off Stacy and jam into Toad's trending. Uh, it was worth it. And Stacy, good luck. We're thinking of you this week. Uh, yeah, good luck at the today. oral surgeon. <laughs> yeah, not fun. Lost her tooth biting into a taco. You know what else isn't fun? When you work your whole life to get into something they call the Olympics. Uh-oh. Christine, I want you to think about this. Because what did you want to do back in high school but you didn't do? Athletically. 
basketball. I didn't continue playing basketball because I didn't want to wake up in the middle of the summer to go practice. No, there was. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but there's something else you said. It involves running that you wanted oh, to do. Oh, track. Track. Yeah. American track and field star Shelby Houlihan made the Olympics. Yay! Till she was tested. Oh. As a rational skeptic, I find that hard to believe. No, it's true. She's been banned for testing positive for steroids. Oh, no. Yeah, but wait. There's more. As a rational skeptic, I find that hard to believe. What do you find hard to believe? Well, she says it's a false positive, much like the horse from the Kentucky Derby. (laughs) Because she claims it was a false positive that she tested positive for steroids and won't be in the Olympics because she ate a pork burrito before she took the test. As a rational skeptic, I find that hard to believe. Is why I keep playing that clip. What? She ate a pork burrito Hmm. before the Olympic test. How is that an excuse? That's that's why she tested positive for steroids. It was the pork burrito. (laughs) (laughs) It was the pork burrito. She might as well just blamed it on COVID. I know, right? I know, right? COVID. It was from my mask. Somebody clearly rubbed my mask in steroid cream. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so she will not be in the Olympics. That is sad. But, I mean, really, like, what lawyer or somebody gave her that advice? Who told her to do that? Blame the pork burrito. She probably just came up with it on the spot, to be honest with you. Let me ask you this, though. Think about this. What if it were true? That means someone Like, no, not someone spiked her. her burrito? Her, I don't think we could say drug the burrito on the air. Uh-oh. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, but what if somebody, like, what if, not, if it were actually true for some reason, what was ever in the pork burrito made her test positive for steroids? And this woman has been trying her whole life to get to the Olympics, gets there, track and field star, and she can't go because of a pork burrito. Well, they got to test the pork burrito then where she got it from. And they're not, because she's done. They ain't gonna waste time on that. Yeah, ain't nobody I know. got it's time such a for that. Stupid yeah, right. Test the pig. Yeah, Whatever's test the pig. Someone gave the pig steroids. <laughs> yeah, you can tell the pig's actually moving furniture in my house right now. <laughs> <laughs> Steroid pig. I want to share this note with you. A, a delivery driver was instructed to knock a cool beat, so the customer inside would know that he wasn't a bad guy when he came to deliver what he was delivering. So here's what he did. You know what that is? I do, but I can't think of what it is. White Stripes, Seven Nation Army. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he knocks the beat there. And I was thinking about that. Y'all should do that sometime if you're nervous about people coming in. and. That is a great idea, actually. It's a little, uh, you know, like one of those. Just you and the delivery person have a little... Fling? No. Hook up? Have a... Like side piece? Like like password? Like make out? Password safe word? Uh, or safe word. Banana. What you do on your own personal time. I prefer pineapple. Okay. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Thank you, Christine. Text question of the day. Christine, these, these are all going to go up on our website when we're done. But what is your worst house guest story? You didn't have a, a whammy like Steve did with a bunch of hippies uh, <laughs> camping in his house for three nights and... Drinking spit water or whatever the crap that was, spit booze. No, I mean, I had two that came to mind, but the one I told you was two people had balloon animals in my house and broke our toilet. Seat. Toilet seat. That's what she, we talked about it earlier and she confused us very much. Toilet seat. Where I had an old college friend of mine come visit and he had a little bit, a couple too many beverages, uh, 
first night and thought the closet was a toilet. Next night, thought three different closets essentially were toilets, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Turns out only one of them you were using as a toilet. Yeah, the yeah exactly. <laughs> Just one uh, of the closets. Yeah, because that's what real men do. Yes. Yeah, so you know what they don't do? Well, they. I'll tell you what they do the next day when your buddy finds out. They <laughs> the, clean it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then, but then you have to go back in and clean it again. Like, did they do a good enough job? And I'm thank with God, you, yeah. Thank God for the Bissell. Just... And it's gone. Mm-hmm. Or... And then it's gone. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. So it was pretty simple. Message in for the text question of the day. You can give us some of your answers, and you're going to be anonymous, obviously, via the app text. You know the drill, right? Daddy tips, Steve. Fish, 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 fish. I made the mistake of over-rewarding Charlotte, and now I'm paying the price. Uh-oh. See? She keeps wanting more rewards, exactly. doesn't she? Yes, she does. You're admitting this, though. Yeah. Because I remember when Connie and I were like, really, you're going to, and you're like, you don't have children. You don't know. You don't I, know. I am the Steve. Okay, but now you're not so glorious. I'm always glorious. Can I point something out real quick? Sure. Um, it's funny you say that now because was it just was it last week when Steve said he would never ever charge his daughter's rent ever? Doesn't matter how old yeah, they are, they can yeah. live with him rent free forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now I'm, he's I'm saying don't reward them. Yeah, that's don't, not a reward. That's, that's called support. Oh jeez. <laughs> or enabling. <laughs> so you'll be the bra or enabling. I like enabling. Well, let's let's go to Daddy tips. I'm Steve and I'm a double daddy. I got tips and hopefully they're not baddie. Hi, I'm Steve and I'm a double daddy. And I've learned a lot of things over the past few years and I want to pass along some of that knowledge to you. This week's first daddy tip is to always take help where you can get it. Over the last couple of months, we've had a lot of help with our kids because my wife was out of work recovering from surgery for 4 weeks. First, we had Brit's aunt Christy come help. Come hey, Christy. Then my parents. How me, Grandma. And then my brother, Michael. How me, Michael. And now, starting this week, we finally have our kids back in daycare. I like daycare. We've been extremely grateful for everyone's help and realized that raising kids is much easier to do when you have some help along the way. So if you have the opportunity to get help, take it. Every parent deserves a break, and you should definitely take one when it's available. I'm Steve, and I'm a... The next daddy tip is a quick tip on how to keep a fussy baby busy so you can have time to do work around the house. My youngest daughter, Izzy, hates sitting in her high chair for more than a few minutes, even if you give her a bunch of toys to play with. But we've learned that one thing that will always keep her busy is snack foods. Put a pile of baby puffs in front of her, and she is happy as can be while eating on her own. Izzy has snacks. Or cut up some small bits of banana and you got at least 15 minutes while she makes a mess trying to eat it on her own. Sure, you have to clean her up afterwards, but at least you can calm down that fussy baby for a short period of time. I'm Steve and I'm a daddy! And the final daddy tip this week is to not get your kid used to getting a toy when they go out to the store. When Charlotte was younger, we made the mistake of buying her a small toy like a Hot Wheels car or something if she was good at the store. So a toy. Well, now she expects it every time we go. I want a toy, daddy. And the fact that kids' meals from fast food places usually come with a toy, too. Happy Meal toy. Now she thinks that almost every time we leave the house to do something, she deserves a toy. Car wash toy. No, Charlotte, (laughs) you don't get a toy at the car wash. So be careful with giving your kids rewards because they might start to expect them even when they really don't deserve them. I'm Steve and I'm a daddy. And now it's time for an awesome dad joke. What do you call two guys hanging from a window? Oh, no. Kurt and Rod. Oh. Get it? It sounds like Kurt and Rod. That's Steve and he's a new like that one. 
Hopefully these tips weren't really bad. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, baby. baby girl. Kurt and Rod. Kurt and Rod. Get it? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I get it. That's <laughs> a good one, right? She's Oh, my crying. gosh. Do you remember last week how I was, I was like, really seeing? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this week's, though, nailed it. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. Got to talk about these celebrities real quick. Yeah, I'm already a little disappointed by one of your teases earlier. Yeah, so there was a uh, there's a celebrity we're going to talk about here in just a sec, the, the bad news, but let's have a conversation real quick on the good news, the good celebrities out there, okay? Yay! Starting with Carrie Fisher. Now, do you know who Carrie Fisher is? She's from Star Wars. She passed away. Yes, mm-hmm. she was Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. <sighs> she was also my daughter. Yes, Darth Vader, she was. And her daughter is in um, uh, American Horror Story. Is she? Mm-hmm. Well, Carrie Fisher was at a book signing, and a Star Wars fan walked up to her and said, I love you. Steve, what do you think she replied with? Think, I love you, too. No, oh. Han Solo. Oh, I can't remember what she says. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we're Tom Hanks. What if I told you... I was going to ruin Tom Hanks for you, who I, I don't think believe is it. the nicest one ever. Yeah, I, I don't believe it. I don't see him being mean at all. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> Tom Hanks has been seen helping local Girl Scout troops, uh, assisting in selling cookies before, which is a thing right now, too, by the way. They Lots. have so many left over. I don't know if it's COVID weight or what. Steve Carell bought coffee and donuts to the uh, to the hospital staff whenever he visited a family member. Oh, he that's really nice. Yep. Snoop Dogg, we'll do in a sec, but Robin Williams was my guy. Yeah. And on the last day of film, oh yeah, rest in peace for sure. On the last day of filming Dead Poets Society, he comes into the auditorium with the 400 extras and entertained the kids for a solid 20 minutes. He, I saw him do stand up. Mm -hmm. Amazing. If you ever got to see him or watch old videos, brilliant. Another brilliant guy, good news on these celebrities, good celebrities, if you will, Snoop Dogg. Of course. And uncle said his niece's hearts were broken after Snoop's assistant denied them photos. Snoop heard that. You know what he said? Oh, man, don't worry. I'll take, you can take some photos with the faux shizzle, D.O. double jizzle. I don't think he ever called himself D.O. double jizzle. It's actually a, a quote verbatim of what he said. How did she know that? He close, though. Snoop don't break any girl's hearts. And he took pictures with the girls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's Snoop for you. Now the bad ones. Oh, no. Yeah. Alec Baldwin yelled at a kid trying to pet his dogs. Get off my dog. That doesn't surprise me. I no. could see Alec Baldwin yeah. being an, a butt. Yes, thank you for <laughs> editing. Gwyneth Paltrow. Not surprised by that either. Did not tip for her kids' eight-week summer camp. Where workers made five dollars an hour. I didn't know. I didn't you, know you tip. I didn't either. I was a camp counselor. I was never tipped. Right. Gwyneth. And is it legal to pay people five dollars an hour? No. I don't think I don't, it I don't is. Know. No. Maybe camp. Below the minimum wage. <laughs> Maybe it's a camp thing. I don't know. I don't know. I might should get my buddy on. He runs a camp. Nicki Minaj. Before we get to the big one. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj. During a shoot, she had people move out of the room before she would enter, and I've heard of this with a lot of people. What were you not allowed to do when walking near or walking by Nicki Minaj? Look at her. Bingo. Wow. Yeah, which bums mm. me out. I love me some Nicki Minaj. Me too, man. But the one I love the most and the one that just made me super sad when I read this about 
not so good celebrity encounters oprah oh now this surprised me so oprah went out and there was a 200 dollars lunch that she was at mm-hmm. so the bill was 200 bucks bingo <laughs> so if you were gonna tip 20 percent on 200 dollars, steve i know you do that know this because you're a waiter but christine what is 20 percent of 200 dollars? what is that 40 yes yep very good 40 dollars she didn't tip at all nope instead she left an autograph on a nap a napkin and said to the worker you should be grateful this is worth a lot more no than 40 dollars way wow. yeah yeah that is bushy on a whole other level you are a capital bush i you, really hope that's not true you are like bush man yeah. She's like, sorry, I just gave away a bunch of cars on my show yesterday. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm you very can take busy. my autograph. <laughs> Keep the forty bucks or don't take the forty bucks. Really, Oprah? Wow. Yeah, it broke my heart. Well, hopefully it's wrong, but those are the ones I had. Go to BuzzFeed.com for more. Rando, texto, messageo via Apo. Free download in the Apo Storo, Cristino. Uh, thanks, Fisho. I'm a 26-year-old female, and I need help making friends. Even though I want to be more social, I admit I am a little awkward and have low confidence in social situations. I've tried Bumble BFF to find friends, specifically girlfriends, but it feels kind of forced, and I'd rather meet people naturally. I do feel like I am approachable, but when that happens, I don't know how to take the conversation further with people. So I feel like they get bored and move on. How do I make friends as an adult? Wow. That's oh. a tough one. Like the whole question in itself? Yeah. Just first off, Bumble BFF is a way to make friends. Yeah. So it's the same concept of like dating Bumble where you swipe. BFF, you're you're swiping on people who are legit just looking for friendship. Can men do that as well? I think so. Okay, I mean, but I don't it's, know. I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's open to everybody, but I think most females utilize it. It moved around a lot for my career, and it's always tough. It was always nice with Connie and I, obviously, mm-hmm. of Connie and Fisher. We lost earlier this year to cancer, but Connie and I always had each other. But it is tough when you move places. I can remember Alicia during one of the moves saying, you know, you just need to go make some friends. Yeah. Like, well, I'll get there. It just takes time. It does. Is the best advice you can give to this 26-year-old sister with a brain butt. Steve, what do you think? What do you do? Oh, my God. Why am I even going to the Steve? What? <laughs> <laughs> the Steve. The Steve used to have friends and be social. Before he yeah. had family. In the before time. Yeah. The Steve doesn't really seem to want friends, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, uh, now nowadays, I got enough friends. I'm good with that. But, uh. But back when I first moved up here, I didn't have any friends. So the one of the ways that I kind of made a bunch of my friends was I had two friends come from out of town to come visit me. And then we went out to the bars uh, the entire weekend. There you and go. We just went. And I, my goal was to meet some people to hang out with. And we met a group of people and mm-hmm. I hung out with them. I wish I could have been one of those friends for you. I would have been so awesome. <laughs> this is my friend Steve. He needs a friend. What's your name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I got sweaty hands. Can I touch you? Yeah. Uh, Steve, when he gets nervous, he's like self-lubricates his hands. It's like slippy slidey. Mm-hmm. So it is really that is. how you met friends? You just went to the bar with friends from home? Or yeah, from so, where well, you well, so I, 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 had, I had one friend who was from here originally mm. when I first moved here. So she was able to hook me up with 
a couple of her friends. Yeah. But uh, we went out and we ended up meeting another group of people who we hung out with uh, a couple of nights, and then I hung out with them afterwards after yeah. my friends left. Now I know that Steve, back in the day, that was his way in. That was his way in to... <laughs> Friends. Yeah. And, uh, I like the friend mm-hmm. zone. The balloon animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christine, a member of the Click of Six, is 26 years old. She's having a hard time making friends. She tried the Bumble BFF, which is apparently a way to make friends, not hook up. Yeah. Or date. Uh, you're dating friends. But making friends is like dating. It is, you know. I've had buddies of mine that I'm like, we're kind of friends, but they're like, yeah, I'm good on my friend account. Yeah. I don't need any more friends. They don't say this to me, but like, they're like, I don't need to go do this or go do that. I mean, it is. Some people are kind of locked into their situation. Yeah, for sure. So what do you suggest she do? Well, what I'll suggest what has worked for me, and that's joining like social clubs, like sport and social clubs. Honestly, since moving here, because I've moved here, I've moved to two cities now knowing absolutely nobody. Yeah. And I've made friends organically by joining different clubs. So that is my biggest suggestion. It could be... A yoga class. There it you could go. be a sport and social thing. Yep. And I've met people through that, like on teams, and then you become friends with someone, and then they, you become friends with their friends, and yep. then you just kind of make friends like you spawn off. Yeah. You know what I mean? You steal their friends, and then they're no longer friends with them, and then you're their best friend, and <laughs> then they regret. They, I don't mean they steal they friends. Rue the day that I introduced you to Barb. <laughs> One of those deals. Something else I used to do when I first moved here, which people thought I was crazy, but I still kind of keep in contact with people. Um, when I first moved here, I would just go to the bars by myself. Oh, yeah. And I, I, and I met people that way, whether it was sitting at the bar or just sitting in an area. And there are some people I still talk to by just going to a bar by myself. There you go. And now, um, But now it's a little bit weirder, though. Well, I guess it's loosening up, so you could do it now a little yeah, bit more. But my biggest suggestion is join some type of club or activity or maybe like a young professional society where you there can you meet go. other professionals something to do with networking okay so maybe try that but if you have a good idea for this member of the click of six she's 26 and has no friends it sounds weird but it's because <laughs> she's new here right mm-hmm. so help her out via all the ways Rando, text out, message over your Apple, free download over an Apple store, Christina. I'm a 26-year-old female, and I need help making friends. Even though I want to be more social, I admit I'm a little awkward and have low confidence in social situations. I've tried Bumble BFF to find friends, specifically girlfriends, but it feels kind of forced, and I'd rather meet people naturally. I do feel like I'm approachable, but when that happens, I don't know how to take the conversation further with people, so I feel like they get bored and move on. How do I make friends as an adult? I'm going to have a moment of honesty with this member of the Click of Six right now, but what are some tips that other people have been giving via social media, texting, and the app? So, in regards to, because she says she doesn't know how to take conversations further, someone made a great point and said, people love to talk about themselves. Ask them questions like, where do you work? Where did you grow up? I'm looking for something new to watch on Netflix or Hulu. What do you recommend? And when they answer each question, then you can either reply with a follow-up question or provide an answer of your own. An old but still applicable book to read is Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Okay, so wait, what were three of those questions they said to ask? Uh, Where do you work? Where do you grow up? I'm looking for something new to watch. What do you recommend? I know you're into, like, this role play stuff, so let's try this out real quick. Okay, hold on. So I'm going to be the person looking for the friend. Okay. And I want to prove a point here to you because I'm desperate to find a friend. So subconsciously, you're, you're, you're almost pushy, right? 
So I sit by you at the bar, and uh, you want to be a boy or a girl? I want to be a girl. Okay, I'm going to be a girl, too, so okay. it's not creepy. I'm not trying to take you home. Okay. I sit by you at the bar. I'm like, hi, how are you? Hey, what's going on, Fashina? You don't know my name. Oh, That's yeah. creepy. What's how do you know name? my name? <laughs> yeah. you just how do you know my name? You just kind of look like a fish. <laughs> oh, yeah. You look like a fish. I'm a woman named Fashina. Uh-oh. I don't know if we're yeah. going to be friends now. Off See? to a weird start. <laughs> okay. New conversation. I'm going to Steve. I'm going to be a man again. Okay. Hi. <laughs> I'm a dude. Hey, I'm a dude as well. Hey, what's your name, bro? My name's Steve. Hey, Steve. So you, uh, you live around here? Yeah, I do. Really? Like what town? Uh, in the town that's right over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what do you What do you do for a living? I'm on the radio. Okay, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what do you do for fun? Uh, I don't have. I'm fun making anymore. it about Steve at this point, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but are you married or something like that? Yeah, I'm married. Yeah. With kids. Yeah, cool. I mean, you might hear about. How, yeah, how long you been at your job? Uh, about twelve years. What does this feel like to you right now, Steve? An interview. Bingo. That's the problem. Well, I mean, don't make it so interviewee because she said, I mean, you didn't ask any follow-up questions. You because usually when you tell people you work in radio, they're like, wow. What, but she doesn't what? work in radio, no, this girl. but like she maybe she works people. in something cool and people can expand on that. You talk about shows, you expand on shows you've been watching. Just be really careful because you could get some real, you could give off a serious serious creeper vibe is what i'm saying i i definitely understand what you're saying so you have to be like fluid let's just be flowy with your questions don't don't just like have a list of questions ready to go look at your hand i don't have it written on your hand and (laughs) you're all sweaty so they're like blurring out (laughs) uh nope that's just you steven (laughs) think about it too by the way too like i look at it this way you're gonna come off as really crazy if you're not careful okay what I said to Alicia when I moved her around as many times as I've moved her around for our career, and she's like, I don't really know anybody here. It's kind of like us and blah, 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 and you're working, and I'm just trying to figure out. I'm like, well, you know, she's like, she tried to, I remember once she w- went to a yoga class like this woman has suggested uh, to make friends, this member of the Click of Six that sent in for the rando text out today. I remember Alicia went to a yoga class once, and she tried to make friends with someone there, and they were like, all right, goodbye. Have a good day. Like, like they, they were was so awkward. weird about it? Yeah, they were like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because people are so sensitive and afraid now because of all these stupid shows that people like Christine and Connie watch on TV that make you think you're going to get murdered. <laughs> it's right? true. Oh, you're going to bury me in oh, your backyard. There you go. The girls can get together and watch crime shows. There you go. That's what you want to do with someone you don't know. Watch a show called Buried in My Backyard. <laughs> That's not cool, dog. Oh, my new best friend. Yeah. Hi there. How are you? Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right. Do you remember the Capitol riot? Mm-hmm. All in right. January. Do you remember the guy who actually uh, was arrested after bragging about drinking the stolen wine? Do you remember him? I think so. Well, uh, he actually is running for a seat, a political seat. Wow. But I want you to take a listen to uh, what happened in a recent interview when he was with NBC10 in Boston. Let's get back to work. I guess that should be the, the slogan I'm going to go with. In the long run, if you're running for office, I guess any attention is good attention. So I think it will help me. It will keep my promises and make some changes. I thought Ann was a state representative. No, no, no. She's in Washington. Oh, well, I guess I got to run against that then. Yeah. He had no clue what he was wow. running for. Wow. He'll probably win. What an idiot. I yeah. hope not. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Underwood, best reporter name ever. Uh, actually was the one that was interviewing him, and uh, his name's Jason Riddle. So keep an eye out. If he wins, I'm like, really? 
America. Please, please not, America. Please, really? Yeah, really? Really? He sounds fine. I'll vote for him. See? <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Ah, money. So, while Jeff Bezos, the guy from Amazon, is preparing to launch himself into space with some buddies, right? Because he can. Because mm-hmm. he's oobs rich. His ex-wife, Mackenzie, just gave away another $2.7 billion to various charities. That's on top of the six. That's on top of the six billion she gave away last year. I mean, because what did she walk away with in the divorce? Was it half of his earnings? Four percent stake in Amazon. Uh, she got about sixty billion. So Mackenzie and her new husband Dan say they're troubled by the increasingly uh, the concentration of wealth among just a few people, and their goal is to give away a fortune that was enabled by systems in need of change. Uh, by the way, this is part of that whole giving pledge. You remember that? All the rich people signed it? Yeah. Uh, it was put together by Warren Buffett and Bill and Melinda Gates. Well, she gave away, here's part of what she gave away, uh, $40 million apiece to the University of Central Florida and the University of Texas at San Antonio. It's uh, like a resettlement group, refugee resettlement groups and civil rights groups there. That's okay. awesome. Amazing. Like millions and millions and millions of dollars she's giving away. And what I hate, because I love that she's doing that for charity, but when I read this, I think, selfishly, I can't help it. Couldn't she just give me a million? <laughs> like, poor, poor like, fish. Poor, <laughs> poor, sweet fish. Like, honest to God, like, it wouldn't even flinch if she, Melinda Gates, listening on the app for this radio station. Wait, are you talking to Melinda or are you talking to I'm not Melinda Gates. I'll talk to both of them. Eminem. I like to call them Eminem. Yeah, there we go. You melt in my heart, not in my hand. <laughs> See? Please, please, please give me $1 million a pass. That's a piece in French. Yes. Anyway, if you could do that for me, it would really help me with my situation. Go ahead and ask me. What situation, Fish? I'm not a millionaire, and I want to be a millionaire. <laughs> there you go. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that be cool? Oh, my God. <laughs> cool. Give me your money. Last night, I, I got to talk about this real quick. Just two quick bullet points from last night on America's Got Talent. One of them starts with a uh, sister with a brain. Now, this woman, her name is Storm Large. She's 51 years old. Uh, she's been a musician for 30 years. She's singing, you know that song, uh, I've got you under my skin. Under my spell? Under my uh, spell. I meant spell. Did I say skin? I was like, I don't know. I I was thinking of the, uh, my version. Yeah. (laughs) The one where you wear the people's skin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, their face. I've got you under my skin. Yeah, Silence of Lambs. Well, she sang this song, and this is, she has such an incredible voice. I got to share a little. I got you under my skin. Over the skin. Ah. Hold on. You want to apologize? You guys corrected me, and Sorry. I was right. I've never heard this song before, so I I'm actually not have. Apologize. I thought it was spell. Yeah, well, take that. Like the judges are in shock with this girl singing. I've got you under my skin. <laughs> so she does a great job on America's Got Talent, but I, you've got to talk about this comic. 
talking about serial killers. Oh, yeah. I'm glad to be back on stage, man. I've been quarantined for eight months. It was awful. I've been doing nothing but watching uh, documentaries on serial killers. Have you seen these guys? My God, white people have won that battle. <laughs> My roommate's actually white, and he's like, uh, this is racist. Not all white people are serial killers. I'm like, well... <laughs> it looks like all serial killers are white here, buddy. We're on season 14. Come on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a clean sweep. Let's go. And I feel bad because white people are actually the only people in the world that can be serial killers. There's no other ethnicity in the world that can get away with eight unsolved murders in a row. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you don't think black people want to be serial killers? Of course they do. They cannot. Could you imagine a black serial killer? He would get pulled over on the way to getting supplies. <laughs> he hasn't even done anything yet. Come on. Indians, Asians, Hispanics, we can't be serial killers. Our family's way too nosy. <laughs> My mom's an old Indian lady. She's a snitch. <laughs> My mom would just show up. Bed is a rope. What happened to the duct tape? Bed is the bleach. I'm calling the cops. I'm like, come on, Mom, you raised me. <laughs> Don't do this. I'm your son. Come on. <laughs> That's comedian from uh, America's Got Talent last night. I love the part when he gets to that one part about Indians, Asians, and whatever. Yeah. And then you can hear Christine quietly in the background go, mm-hmm. It's so true. Because you're Chaldean. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like foreign parents are so involved yeah. in everything you do. They're just... Everything. Well, you're very worked up about <laughs> that. Yes, you because are. Because they just are. They're in your business with everything. And not just like your parents, especially your parents, but then it's like. Your mother calling that, you up. Then it's what your are you doing? even extended family. They're all in your business. And then your parents as friends. And, and then it just keeps extending. Christine's mom. <laughs> Christine's mom calling her up. Baby, I don't understand. <laughs> Is that, that's about accurate, isn't it? Did you no, say that's how she that's sounds? No, but that's fine. Good Lord. <laughs> Christine, I listen to you on the radio. I don't understand why you don't have money. Where is all the money? <laughs> why don't they pay you for this job? What, are you just hanging out with your friends? Yes, kind of. Uh... All right, good dating advice for restaurants and uh, naughty daddies coming up. You know, there's a, a woman uh, who's trending right now. She judges her first date based on the guy's restaurant of choice. Okay. Okay. I'm excited to hear this. I'm curious to see if you do that as well. If you judge your first date based on the guy's restaurant of choice. And I'm also curious to see if Applebee's or Chili's would be as exciting for you. Okay. Applebee's. I immediately note that you're probably an alcoholic and are only here for the $1 Long Island iced teas. I'm ecstatic. You get blocked out, hook up, and probably never speak again. Olive Garden. It's clear that you tried to make an effort to pick the most romantic out of the options that you had. Also says that you're not real picky about the food as long as it has butter and calories in it. I agree. Unfortunately, it doesn't make up for the fact that you're not Italian because a real Italian wouldn't take me here. Chili's. You immediately win. I know that you're a man of taste, culture, and style. And if you bring up the two for 25, we might actually have a future together. Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings. I applaud you for not feeling threatened by the look of me eating wings. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, would you, would you, is that about right? Is that how you are with dating when it comes to restaurant choice? Like you have to break it down because you don't want to take her to a messy place. Right. No. You just don't, especially in wings too. Like you're one. I've never been to any of those places on a first date, except Applebee's, but it, but we went there after our dinner for drinks. Nice, nice. I used to do, I with Alicia, I did class and trash on her birthday once. Oh, that's amazing. And it was a blast. I, I think that was Alicia. Nope, that was my ex. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Well, Oopsies. Okay, that's great. She's listening. Hopefully my ex, but not Alicia. Yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> hey. But is that what you did, Steve? No, you were friends with him, so you didn't really take him out, did you? 
No, but I mean, well, Brittany, I, I took her out, but I took her out to like a, I'd say. A nice dinner? Yeah, a nice dinner, a nice local place. It, it wasn't like the top top, but it was probably in the yeah. top 10. I, I mean, I agree. I don't think you have to go all out for a first date. I think somewhere like right in the middle, somewhere that's fun where both of you can enjoy the atmosphere. That will. Uh, but I don't recommend. What was it? Uh, Applebee's? Why? Because yeah. you could get tatered and uh, make Cause, out? Because she makes a, a point I never even thought about. What? You're probably an alcoholic. You're there for the dollar margaritas. I mean, they do market themselves as like the neighborhood bar or something. Yeah. They did for a while. And again, though, let's think about the payout here. Applebee's. I immediately note that you're probably an alcoholic and are only here for the $1 Long Island iced teas. I'm ecstatic. We get blocked out, hook up, and probably never speak again. Oh. I mean, really? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Christine, sounds ecstatic. That's a bad advice. Uh, right, Steve? Right. Yeah. Christine just doesn't want to go there because she knows it's all too true. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Slam dunk, homeboy. So for Mother's Day, we actually did Naughty Mommies of the 90s. It started with a Naughty Mommies thing, and then a member of the Click of Six was like, you should make it of the 90s. It'll be kind of neat to hear yeah. about, right? So clearly, obviously, we have to give equal time with Father's Day coming up. Mm-hmm. Naughty Daddies. Of the 90s. Yes. Daddy! Oh, hello, Daddy. Hey, Dad. Who's my father? I am your father. I am your father. Your father's right. <laughs> Lots of love to my dad for supporting me in all my wild days and all my wild ways. Hi, Dad. Thanks for all you do for us. Happy Father's Day. All right. Our first naughty daddy of the 90s is going to none other than O.J. Simpson. No brainer. Good no call. No brainer. Good Former call. NFL player. Uh, he was accused of killing his ex-wife, Nicole Brown, and her friend, Ron Goldman, on June 12, 1994. Why is he a naughty daddy? Well, he is a dad. He had three kids in his previous marriage before Nicole, and then with Nicole, they had two kids. What makes it even worse is that when Nicole was killed, the two kids were present in the home, and they Ugh. were 10 and under when all that happened. I remember all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So OJ was formally charged on June 17th of 94 after that blood-stained glove was found on his property. If it does not fit, <laughs> you must acquit. Yes. <laughs> Love it. So he, when he didn't turn himself in, he actually took police on a low speed chase remember yep. where i was in that, yep. in that bronco you know what's crazy is that the nba finals were going on when that was happening they broke from that to tune into the chase wow 95 million people were watching that bronco chase oh yeah if you i know i remember i can remember like claire isabel i remember yeah. all this and i'm telling you if you were i was in college uh when it was going on and uh, i had just moved into my little place that i was renting and i will tell you this the the movie with uh, the guy from This Is Us, the, with the OJ movie, is unbelievably good. It's like a series. You should. Are you talking about it. the one that Ryan Murphy did? Yes. That uh, what's his name from Friends was also a part of, where he yes. played uh, Kardashian. Perry. Yep. No. Uh, Ra uh, the, the, the guy Schwimmer. played Ross. Yeah. David yeah. Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. Schwimmer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. A great, a great show. Good to know. Um, so the actual trial spanned 11 months from November 94 to October 95. And thanks to his dream team of lawyers, they convinced the jury um, that there was reasonable doubt in the DNA saying that the blood sample had been mishandled by lab scientists and technicians and uh, the LAPD didn't handle the investigation properly. So... In um, October, he was acquitted and found not guilty of all charges. 
57% of the U.S. population was watching that verdict. Wow. We're talking about O.J. Simpson right now. He is the uh, number one naughty daddy of the 90s for sure. At least, a, I mean, he's, it's a no-brainer, right? Yeah. yeah. And would you? How, what was the percentage? 57% of the yeah. population. Were you part of that population, Fish? Weren't I, you doing a little something? I was something? watching. Yeah, I was watching it. I, I remember watching it. I thought you were on the phone with somebody. <laughs> I was on the phone. You know I was on the phone. We talked about this off the air privately. Should we change this from naughty daddy to naughty fishy? <laughs> no, I was on the phone with my neighbor across the street. We were conversating about the verdict. Uh-huh. What kind of verdict? <laughs> <laughs> we were having a conversation. Just a conversation? During the va- were you getting hot and heavy? We were on the phone with each other. This During has nothing. I mean, nothing gets me hotter than watching live court <laughs> verdicts being read. It works for her, dog. You're like, oh, yeah. Christine. Guilty. Guilty. Today for the text question of the day, my furry little friends. Oh, it's an interesting one. What's your worst house guest story? Steve, again, for like the 20th day in a row, takes the cake. Mine, uh, with somebody getting intoxicated and uh, urinating in all the closets over a two-night span. <laughs> uh, yes, it was. Christine had a friend break a toilet lid with her other friend. Because they were doing balloon animals in our bathroom doing a, during a party. Yes, but Steve, what happened to you? Uh, I had a friend who was in from Indianapolis, and she called to see if I wanted to hang out for her and her friends went to a concert. So I said, sure. They showed up at my house in a van. There were more people than there were seats in the van, all dirty hippies. And we uh, hung out for a little bit. And then after the show, they left for the show, They, uh, she hit me up and asked if they could stay there and uh, at my place. I was like, sure, you can crash for a night. Ended up spending the whole weekend there. Yeah. Extremely dirty, passing around a bottle of vodka with a bunch of floaties in it from their unbrushed teeth. It Very gross. disgusting. Ew. That's disgusting. How that's the part. How many people would you say she brought? It was and like they eight. S- wow, that's a lot of How people. How big was your place? Uh, it was uh, it was me and my friend Bridget lived there at the time. There was only two bedrooms, so they just kind of slept on the, on floor, the floor and the couch. Yeah. Is that Bridget who you allegedly never hooked up with? Uh, yeah, it's correct. Uh huh. I never did. Okay. <laughs> Text question of the day: What's your worst house guest story? Somebody said, "Oh my God, I wish I could tell you the entire story because I would win hands down the day." It involves my fifty-some-year-old father-in-law and his nineteen-year-old, nineteen-year-old. 19-year-old girlfriend. Oops, who did that? Steve. Uh, Let's just say it didn't end well, and the stay ended very abruptly. I hate that we don't know that whole story. I know. It bothers me. Uh, Two of my my fiancé's quote-unquote friends melted some chocolate, smeared it all over our bathroom and in our living room, and on our white carpets while we were sleeping. By the time we woke up, everything was stained with dried-up chocolate. They even left that morning without offering to help us clean up the mess. Let's top it off, though. We were living in an apartment at the time, so we ended up losing our security deposit. I had to pay extra when we moved out for them to replace the carpeting. Wow. I made sure they were never invited over again. What bushes? Right? Why are you smearing chocolate? I don't know. It's very odd, it isn't is it? It is odd. I once let a friend spend the night with me in my one-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment, plus two kids. Uh, she was nannying. I needed a shower and I couldn't even get that 15 to 20 minutes alone because one of the kids had to pee right this second. Worst idea, worst friend ever. <laughs> nice. Top five is today for the text question of the day, Christine. What's your worst house guest story? Guys, mine would be my brother-in-law. He had too much to drink. This usually they involve this. Mm-hmm. He had too much to drink at a family gathering. So rather than let him drive home drunk, we had him stay. 
I woke up in the middle of the night to the sound of him zip, unzipping his pants. I elbowed my hubby. Wake up, wake up. Your brother is urinating on our floor. In his drunken stupor, he walked past the bathroom. Wow. Angry emoji face. <laughs> okay. Somebody said, I remember when I was young, I had to give up my bed to a house guest. And the next day, there was a giant, full, adult, douce in my sheets. Ew. That's disgusting. Some of these are really yeah. gross. You know what? I'm going to jam through these and just go right now to, uh, let's go to uh, number three. Number three. What's your worst house guest story? One of my best friend's ex-husband's fake getting his truck stolen out of my driveway at 5 a.m. to get out of work. The police reporting the whole thing to find it parked around the corner in an apartment complex later that day. Even the police asked if he was drunk. Wow. Bushy. Idiots. Number two, I let my cousin move in temporarily. She not only stole one of my credit cards and went on a spree, also stole almost $200 that my daughter had been saving for a fundraiser for the Girl Scouts. That's a special type of boosh. Yeah, it is. By the way, the Girl Scout cookies, this is trending worldwide right now. If you know anybody selling Girl Scout cookies, apparently they have a ton of them. Gonna I wonder cheap. why. I, don't know, I think it's COVID probably, maybe COVID weight. Mm. I didn't see as many Girl Scout cookies around the building as normal. Yeah, neither did I. Or forms. Number one. What's your worst house guest story? Guys, I know somebody, this is really nasty. So I'm gonna say this and we're gonna move on rapidly. Yeah. Guys, I know someone who had wiped their butt on a bath towel after a stinky poo because they couldn't find toilet paper and didn't feel like asking. They didn't say a word and hung, uh, okay, and hung the towel back up. I had that happen in my house too. I should have probably made that. What? Shut up. Are you serious? <laughs> the same thing? Yeah, it, it was it was a kid that was it was um one of uh, a family member's kid who was staying here who was really young. Was this that Bridget girl again too when you lived with her? <laughs> yes, exactly that. <laughs> no, not her, but were you living no, with her? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Did you hook up with her? No. Okay, I was just checking. I figured one day he's gonna say that. <laughs> yes. asking. You ready to get funky? Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wait, 